Lord God, have your way in this place. Move by your spirit, take complete control, and we'll surrender to you. In the name of Jesus, who is Christ, we pray. And let every glad heart say amen. Because my worship, my worship is for real. You don't know my story. All the things that I've been through. You can't feel my pain. What I had to go through to get here. You'll never understand my praise. Don't try to figure it out. Because my worship, my worship is for real. <laughs> because my worship, my worship is for real. Guess what? I've been through too much. Not to worship him. I've been through too much. Not to worship him. I wish somebody would help me say it like you mean it. I've been through too much. Not to worship him. I, I know I got. I know I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. Let me, let me, let me walk a scripture for a few minutes. I gotta. If you, if you're physically able, stand with me for a moment. I'm gonna read from Second Kings chapter two. Second Kings chapter two. Uh, I feel the anointing of God. Since I can't touch somebody right now, would you do me a favor? Would you just put your arm around somebody right now, just if you can, and just tell them, tell them, neighbor, I know you've been through a lot, but this is your due season. Double manifestation. That's all I want you to tell them. Just, just, just tell, tell somebody else, double manifestation. Double manifestation, double manifestation, double, 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 double manifestation, double manifestation, double manifestation, double, a double shot, double. If you're not too mean, just tell two or three people, 
Just go around, tell two, three people, double for your trouble. Just tell them, double for your trouble. Two, three people, just tell them, double for your trouble. Just, just tell them, double for your trouble. Double for your trouble. Double for your trouble. That's what I'm talking about, Kenny. Come on. Ha ha ha. I've been through too much. Nah. That's how bullshit gave me. Feel it in here. All right. Here's what I want to look at. You know, sometimes God has to take something in order to give something. But whatever God takes, He replaces the more. I want to help somebody right now. Just if you would look at somebody and say, neighbor, your sorrow is about to turn. Your tears are about to become tears of joy. You're not going to stop crying, but they're going to be changed. The meaning of your tears are about to change. The meaning of your tears are about to change. I'm talking to somebody right now. The meaning of your tears are about to change. They used to mean sorrow, but now God said, I'm replacing him with joy. I feel a word in here just 
and brief from 2 Kings chapter 2. You all know there's a special anointing in this place today. There's a special anointing in this place. You ought to be able to feel it all over the building. There's a special anointing. Second Kings 2, beginning at verse 8. Now Elijah took his mantle and rolled it up and struck the water, and it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah asked, said to Elisha, what, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, please let me, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, you've asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elijah saw it and cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. You may take your seats for just a few moments. May the Lord bless already blessed word. Let me, let me help someone understand something. What's really important in this year of double manifestation, manifestation of favor is that God's getting ready to do something that is going to take all of your might to handle. God's about to bless you in ways you have not yet seen. You can't quite understand. It has not come into your spirit yet just what God's getting ready to do. It's interesting that the Bible says that Elijah had already made his appointment of Elisha into the prophetic office. He was to walk in prophetic ministry and gifting. He had already received the mantle across his shoulder. He had been following him for days. They'd been going to and fro doing ministry work. Text would later say by the third chapter of the same book, you would see that when they talked of Elisha, they would say he's the man who ran water across the hands of Elijah. In other words, he had served Elijah well. He was there by his side. He was there carrying on everything that needed to be done. He was blessing him every day. He was walking by his side in full ministry. But something unique was going on. At the same time, God was about to do something that was going to be spectacular. He was about to remove Elijah from the scene. And all along, people were watching them as they moved around. I want to help somebody here. You always need to realize, even when you're going about your daily activities, somebody's watching you. 
People are always sizing you up. They're always looking at you. They're always trying to see what kind of person you are. What is your character like? What kind of way in which do you carry yourself? Because a lot of times people respect you, not based on how you treat them, but how you carry yourself daily. They may be in your presence and be okay, but if they think that your character is bad outside of your, their presence, they will still think of you according to the character you have displayed in your daily walk. And it was in his daily walk that he showed a character of a man of God. And while he was walking by his side, the Bible declares that God was working in him transferring authority, transferring a power, transferring an anointing upon his life, but it wasn't over. He needed to stay attached in proximity. I told you last week, and I'll say it again, proximity means something. At some point in your life, you need to be attached to something or someone. You need to make sure that you're in close proximity. You can't get the blessing from the distance. You need to get close enough to get what God is doing, especially if you want an inside anointing. If you want a deeper place in God, he was closely attached to the man of God. And the Bible says that as God began to shift him towards his departure and he saw the fidelity, the loyalty of Elisha, he looked at him and said, I can't seem to get rid of you. I've tried to tell you to stay in all these other places and you keep walking by me. I've tried to get rid of you. I tried to shake you, but you won't seemingly let me go. I tried to put you off in, in Bethel, but you wouldn't stay. I tried to leave you in Gilgal, you wouldn't stay. I tried to leave you on the other side of the Jordan, but you wouldn't stay. And I, I want to know, what is it that you want from me? I thought I would let you understand something. Every now and then, you've got to hold on tight if you really want a blessing. Sometimes you need to wrestle with your angel. Sometimes you need to have a midnight experience and just hold on to God and not release what God is doing in your life until you know there's been a change made in your very existence. He said, what do you want from me? His response was simple. He says, I want a double portion of your spirit. I want a double portion. I, I don't want a little bit. I want a double portion. I, I want what you got. I, I, want, I want a double portion of your spirit. I, I said to myself, what are you looking for, man? You, you already got the mantle on you. You're already set up to be in position, but you're asking for a double portion. And, and Elijah looked at him and said, man, that ain't even mine to give, but I'll give you a secret. If you're watching when I leave, if your eyes are open and you're looking at what God is doing when I make my departure, my spirit will be in the earth realm and you can grab everything you need if you're watching. Y'all missed it, y'all missed it. Listen, listen, son, if you, if you slack off, if you give up, if you don't want it bad enough, you're not going to get this next blessing But because it's up to you to be watching. I, I can't make God give it to you. I can just tell you where it's going to be at. And I'm going to give you the clue as to how to get it. You need to be up close enough to watch what God is getting ready to do next. You got to be close enough. And if you're watching, then God, God is getting ready to do 
something miraculous and if your eyes are open you'll see it other folk may see some of it but you'll see all of it other folk will be at a distance they'll know some of what's going on but you'll have an inside view of to how God is really moving in the earth realm in this season but you got to get close and uh, see some of y'all don't know how to get close to God God wants you to get closer to him. God wants you to get close enough that you can wrestle with the angels. God wants you to get close enough that you can hear his voice. God wants you to get close enough that you can see his vision. God wants you to get close enough that you can have his dream. God wants you to get close enough so you can feel his expression of power in your life. You need to recognize God wants you to get closer. When I was a little boy, we used to sing songs like, Draw Me Nearer. Nearer, precious Lord, to the cross where I, I have died. Draw me nearer, nearer to thy precious bleeding side. In other words, I need to get close to you. I see some of y'all, the only kind of closeness you think about is sensual. You want to sing just to be close to you, girl, off of the moment, off of the hour. No, but you need to talk to God. Say, God, I want to get close to you. I feel like preaching in here this morning. If you're close enough, you're going to see some God. I know on a double portion. What you want a double portion? I want, I want the ability you have. But I don't just want the ability. I need the authority that you're functioning in. But I don't want just want the authority. I need an assurance. I need ability, authority, and assurance. I, I need to know that what I'm getting ready to walk into, I can walk into it in victory, that the anointing of God is going to rest on my life. I need a double portion. I don't know what area of your life you need a double portion in today, but I came to tell you it's available. <sighs> but before... He can get to the double. Something happens. The Bible declares that as they are together, a whirlwind comes through. And a chariot of fire comes through and separates him from Elijah. And Elijah is carried up in the chariot. Ah, I need to help y'all. You know, most times when we see whirlwinds, we see stuff that is bad and negative. Uh, we, we, we see whirlwind. We, we see tornadic activity. We, we see something getting ready to happen where stuff is about to be knocked down, blown, down, blown up, messed up. But I need to tell you this whirlwinds are not always fatal whirlwinds are not always fatal what do you mean reverend well i need to help you right here this won't bless your socks off in the whirlwind as he experiences it his master his mentor is taken away 
And in the meantime, grief overwhelms him and he falls to the ground and rips his clothes in two. And he begins to cry out about what's going on in this mo moment. Master, the chariots of Israel. God, I don't know what's going on here. Here it is in my life. He's crying and weeping. He's weeping and crying. He is mourning loss. But at the same time, he's got enough presence of mind to notice that something just fell from the chariot. He's crying, but something just fell. Tears in his eyes still, but he is present enough to see something just fell. Y'all come here one minute. You have to know this. You need to get to the place where you will not allow your emotions to overwhelm you to the point you can't see the presence of God in the midst of your situation. I know stuff gets bad. I know you get emotional. I know you want to cry. I know there are times when you want to roll over and have a pity party because whirlwinds do come. Whirlwinds come in the form of death. Whirlwinds come in the form of disease. Whirlwinds come in the form of danger. Whirlwinds come in the form of disappointment. Whirlwinds come in the form of disaster. Whirlwinds come in the form of discouragement. But I need to tell you this. Everything that happens bad to you is not bad for you. The whirlwind came. His life was changed. But something happened in that moment. The mantle of the man of God was on the ground. And somebody needed to pick it up. Let me, let me help you here. You, you, you've you got to get this in your spirit. God will bless you. God will make provision. God will open doors. God will fix things up. But there's some things you're going to have to do in order to walk into your next destiny. Let me, let me help you. Look at the person next to you, neighbor. God's not going to write your book. God's not going to open up your business. God's not going to apply for your new job. God's not going to ask for your increase. God's not going to send you anywhere. He can't keep you. Oh, you missed it. You missed it. You missed it. See, you waiting on God to do stuff that God has empowered you to do. Pick up your mantle. Reach down on the ground and grab what God has left for you. Use what God has given you. Don't keep waiting on God to work a miracle. The miracle's already happened. You watch the miracle as God took the man of God away. Now get up. Get up. Get up! Get up! Get your blessing! I'm, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. 
I'm preaching this text today. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. He, he picks the mantle up and he gets it in his hand. Now, the story is that when they first came across the Jordan, Elijah walked down to the Jordan, took his mantle off, pulled it together, struck the Jordan, and the waters parted. And they walked across on dry ground. Elijah did that. Fifty prophets are sitting, standing on the other side of the Jordan, watching as Elijah and Elisha go off. Elisha watches as Elijah gets taken away in the chariot. Now all he has left is the mantle. He picks it up and he walks right back down the hill, right to the water that Elijah had just parted a few moments ago. Y'all ain't got this yet. And he looks at the water and here's a strange thing. This has to be the strangest prayer I've ever read in the Bible. Strangest prayer. He says, he strikes the water and here's what verse 14 says. His prayer is, where is the Lord God of Elijah? What kind of water opening prayer is that? What kind of prayer? In the name of God, open the water. I speak to the water, be thou openeth. He said, where, verse 14, is the Lord God of Elijah? Stay with me. You have to understand this. Words are not always futile. There's meaning behind the words because Israel had come to know Elijah as the senior prophet in the land, that God spoke to him. Israel had come to recognize the anointing on his life. Now, if you notice, Elisha doesn't say, where is Elijah? I know where he is. Him in the chariot. He says, where is the Lord God of Elijah? I'm about to mess you up right here. I'm about to mess you up. In other words, what he said is, I know the question y'all have up on the bank. And your question is, where is God now? We just saw fire. We just saw a whirlwind. We just saw the prophet lead. The question we have is, where is God now? And when he reaches over and strikes the water, the Bible says the water parted and he walked across. Y'all missed it, went over your head. In other words, he said, 
I know you're asking, where is God now? Watch me. Y'all missed it, y'all missed it, y'all missed it. I told you that Elijah had told him to watch him and see what the spectacular thing God was getting ready to do. Now Elisha walks down to the water and says, watch me now. The water, y'all missed it. Let me see if I can help you. Here's the answer. The answer to where is the God of Elijah is right here. Boom, it's in me. You need to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you don't have to wonder where God is. God is in me. Look at him around and tell him, I got the power. Y'all, I wish you helped me preach this one time. Look at somebody right now, just say, neighbor, in case you haven't heard, I'm a New Testament saint, full of the Holy Ghost, the same power that was in Elijah, the same power that was in Elisha, the same power that resurrected Jesus is the same power from Pentecost, and that power is in me. I know I feel like preaching tonight. I feel like preaching this one. Y'all, y'all. Would you do would you help me preach one more time? Just look at him, tell him, tell him, I got the power. Tell him like you mean it. Then look at him, say, you don't know me. Don't try to figure me out. I may not look like what you want me to look like, but I got the power. There's an anointing on my life. There's an anointing on my life. There's a power. But I got one last thing. I'm going to my seat. Two minutes, I'm going to be done. This is it. Promise you. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm going to my seat. Woo! All of a sudden, when they saw what God did, the Bible says, verse 15, now when the sons of the prophet who were from Jericho saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Get God Almighty. Let me help you here. Witnesses are not always your friends. Here's the good news for you. These folk didn't have you no know, great relationship with him. They didn't really know him that well. 
But once they understood that the anointing was in him, all they could do was to back up and recognize what God was doing. I'm getting ready to bless you right here. Don't you worry about who doesn't like you. Don't you worry about who's talking about you. Don't you worry about anybody saying that you're not all that, that there's no anointing on your life. Once you stand up in the power of God and allow God to work in you, even your enemies are going to have to say, surely the Lord's anointing is in that person. And I just came to tell you this. God give you that day where people friend and poor alike are going to have to testify that there's an anointing on your life and you need to recognize uh, that you have the anointing uh, and don't wait till they validate you. Uh, you go ahead and do what God told you to do. Uh, high five somebody say neighbor I got the power I'm not waiting I'm going to walk in it. I'm going to talk in it. I'm going to minister with it. I got power. Power. Double manifested power. I got power. A double anointing. Power. 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 Yeah. Come on and praise him. Come on, 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 come on, come on. Woo! Bless his name. <laughs> 